0: the write-off. I've seen a miracle today, but maybe this is going to be the stupidest thing you've ever heard. Good afternoon. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday to everybody who went to church and those who didn't. And even if you don't care about church or God or Jesus, happy Sunday to you too. But tomorrow's Monday and it's not a holiday. Oh well. I've seen a miracle and this is pretty stupid. I know what I'm about to say, Um, but you know what? I'm going to run with it because God always takes disasters (laughs) and he turns them into victories. He takes somebody who is a hero who goes to zero and then he takes a zero right back to a hero. So I got to tell you about my grandson. I got a grandson. His name is Gerald, J-E-R-A-L-D. My son left him with me. So this is my son's son. My son left my grandson with me when my son got taken to Croatia. And he still is there. Through Google Remix, my son says, and my son is 13, he says, Dad, I'm trapped in a house full of girls. when do I get to come and live with you well you know you ain't coming with you, you don't want to get on a plane when you're 13 and come here and your mother ain't going to surrender you cuz she's afraid you might not come back and my son knows that I'm a terrible disciplinarian and I let him get away with murder and I know it's wrong but he's my son I love him he can't do any wrong but I should be a better disciplinarian when it comes to his schoolwork but my son has a son You see, my grandson is a betta fish. (laughs) Gerald, J-E-R-A-L-D, is a betta fish. So when my son left this fish with me, I have had aquariums in the past, but I knew nothing of what I was getting into. But my son left the fish with me. And so I bought Gerald something bigger. It had no heat or filtration. And betta fish got to have a temperature of 76 to 82 uh, temperature, So inside um, a very small tank that was like below two gallons, he was at 72, and part of Gerald went white. I'd never seen anything like that. I thought he was going gray or he had some genetic anomaly, but it's apparently stress. So the water was not conducive to his health. I just saw on the internet where someone said that a betta fish can have stress stripes of white, but Gerald is a dude. He's not a girl betta fish and the dudes always have the big fins so if you have a betta fish and your your fish has a lot of drapery drapery looking fins it's a dude not a girl so i bought him um a three gallon plastic acrylic and i bought a 1.6 gallon heater and it was a cute little filtration but the plastic acrylic three-gallon tank went it, it got cloudy plastic acrylic doesn't seem to really work i mean there are some tanks that are plastic acrylic and i don't know what other people's experiences have been but the plastic acrylic tank that i had it was a three-gallon it was bigger than what he had originally um, was three gallons and it just would not it got cloudy and i could not get the, the uh, surface clean I bought a scraper I tried to scrape it it just would not clear up it was three gallons so but at that time in the three gallon um all the stress stripes went back to blue so he's originally a blue betta fish and he went partially white and then inside the three gallon he managed to recover And so then I bought him a 2.5 gallon uh, aquarium. It was glass and the glass really is much better. It was a square box. It was clear. But when you buy a 2.5 gallon tank, a smaller tank you would think would be easier to manage, it's actually harder. Why? Because of the smallness of the water, then water changes, changes in the water quality, um it, it, it fluctuates wildly. I know it's sort of counterintuitive, and Gerald did not look happy. Was not a happy camper, just swimming around and just beta fish are supposed to be very curious. They look at things, they watch things, they he watches me out of the tank. He he can see me. He he can see me jumping around and moving around. And when I take when I go there for the food, he's excited. But in the two point five gallon, he got very, very Unexcited. I know this is. I know. I know this is long-winded, but I'm leading up somewhere. Okay, because I'm calling this a write-off. Okay, Gerald was a write-off, and I'll tell you why. So I got a five-gallon tank for him, and I have learned so much about tanks. You're supposed to start them up. You're not supposed to put the fish in there right away. You're supposed to let the um, bacteria grow on there, the good bacteria. So there is a cycle um, in tanks called ammonia and then it's nitrites, and then it's nitrates. I believe that's the cycle. And ammonia is deadly to a fish. And then there are certain bacteria that will convert the ammonia to a nitrite. I believe I've got that order right. But nitrite is still not good. And so there's now other uh, bacteria that, that reduce the nitrites to nitrates, which is much better. So you definitely want to lower the nitrates, but you don't want to have ammonia. So I bought him a five gallon and I transferred it one day and I put new water in there. And when you put water in there, you're supposed to put tap conditioner, tap conditioner, or maybe if you have water that you've sort of boiled and then left for a week. And so it's to age it to make sure it doesn't have impurities. But chlorine is also deadly to a fish. I kind of knew about the chlorine part and I knew about trying to keep the the temperature but i knew nothing about the following things ph um that's the ph level of water that's the dh is dh is degree of hardness uh the calcium carbonate i have this kit that i bought it has these test strips it has the following it has nitrates nitrite cl total hardness total alkalinity carbonate and ph So I changed the water with him about two weeks ago. And they say that, you know, if you change the water, you should really change maybe half, not the whole thing, because it might be a shock. And you have to keep the water temperature. Don't add water that's like really super cold or super hot. You have to keep, you don't want the temperature fluctuations. And, I, you know, I have bought all this stuff for this guy. And, um, I mean, nitrates and uh, this test, this... It's aquarium test strips, seven in one. They're easy to read, actually. But you read all these parameters. And then I bought also the stress enzyme uh, fluid. And I bought, um, what else did I buy? Just a whole, and I bought this, uh, I guess it looks like salt. But it's not salt, I haven't tasted it. But it looks like salt. And it's supposed to get the water pH down to seven, which is pretty well optimal if you have a ph of it's over eight that's going to be bad for the fish so i have learned so many things that i never did with fish before i had my own fish i had garamis tetras blah 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 and i never did any of the kits with these test kits i never knew anything about alkalinity carbonate i just didn't care i just had aquariums i had fish they would die i don't know why they died and usually when the fish gets sick it's it's a write-off so three days ago this dude starts he doesn't eat anymore he stops eating and he had a little cave house that i bought for him and he's in the cave he will not come out he will not come out to eat and man this guy's i'm thinking he's just gonna die in there and he just stopped eating one day like one day he wasn't really hungry and the next day nothing that was like three days ago and so I, I pulled the house out and plopped him out so I can see he's swimming around and there's a problem with his left side. Like, he's lying on the bottom. He's not lying flat on the bottom, but he's resting a lot. And I'm thinking yesterday, this dude's gonna die. He's a write-off, okay? I gotta tell my son, hey, I lost your, I lost your fish. And you know what I did yesterday? I know this is gonna sound really stupid. I started praying for a fish. I'm thinking, Lord, there are people suffering on this planet. There are people who have kids who have a cancer. There are people who don't know where their food is coming from. There's probably people in my own church that we have that I haven't prayed for half as much as I prayed for a fish. Here is this fish, and I don't know what's wrong with it. Does it have a swim bladder problem? Some of them say when the fish is lethargic, it's because of water condition changes. I'm thinking, oh, I did this. Another another website said that if you overfeed the fish that he can become constipated and if the fish will take you should give him um, green peas like it's been like maybe thawed out so green peas have fiber in there and I'm thinking I don't have any green peas in my house whatsoever I don't really eat green peas I got to go out and buy green peas and then there's all these other medications you can buy methylene blue and you can buy stuff for me for for ick which is like spots on a fish. And then if the fish gets small worms, I have no idea what's wrong with this guy. I've been sprinkling sea salt in there and the nitrate um, controller fluid in there and the stress ends up. I've just been putting everything into this water yesterday. And I just prayed for this fish. I said, Lord, I cannot fix this. I probably messed up this animal. I probably overfed him. He's probably super constipated and backed up. He's gonna die. And I guess the Bible verse that I can claim, I know this is sound really... If you're still with me right now, remember, I'm just talking to myself. I don't tell you what to do. I ask you to think about what I tell you. I don't tell people how to think. First Peter 5, verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. So yesterday I prayed for this fish and I thought, you know, Lord, Elon Musk has a billion gazillion dollars. Jeff Bezos has a million bazillion dollars. Steve Jobs was like a genius. What other people in this world are super rich? Arnold is super rich. Arnold... Arnold came to America and worked out his muscles, and Joe Weider was Jewish, and Joe Weider knew how to make money, and Joe Weider promoted Arnold, and helped Arnold to be rich. And then Arnold was in the movie um, directed by Ivan Reitman, which was twins, and Ivan Reitman is Jewish. My point is Arnold, as much as I admire him, and then there's The Rock on Instagram. Oh, The Rock is just, uh, he's an amazing, I mean, he's a motivator, okay? The Rock has 340 million followers on Instagram. He's The Rock. Okay, everybody's following The Rock. Everybody's watching Black Adam, okay? And The Rock seems like a very nice guy, always smiling, very polite. I mean, The Rock owns the world right now. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. But none of these guys, not a one, not even Albert Einstein or Sir Isaac Newton or any of the great scientists that we know, nobody can give life back to a dead animal. Not one of these guys that if Gerald died, could raise Gerald back to life. Not one of them could bring a paramecium to life. Not one of them could make a microbe that's dead and dying. Not one of them could give that microbe life. Except God our Father. What a dumb thought, eh? I'm praying for a fish and I'm going, Lord, you made this fish. This is just a beta fish. This is my son's fish. My son bought this in PetSmart for $3.99, and he left this animal with me, and now the animal's gonna die, and I can't fix it. I don't know what's wrong with the thing. He's lying on the bottom, and he doesn't look right. He doesn't swim right. It's like one side, he seems kind of crooked over on one side. He seems like he's kind of fighting it, I can't fix this fish. If this fish is going to die because I overfed this fish or because I changed the water condition too radically, I've done all I can do to the, for this fish to help it, but I'm probably the one who caused it the problems in the first place. Only you can fix this fish. Yesterday when I plopped him out of his house, he was lying on the bottom, and when he sees me, I kind of jump up and down. I go, Hey, boo! Hey, boo! And I blow him some kisses, mwah, 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 mwah. Mwah. And then those fins at the side of his head, they just start fluttering madly. Like he knows that I'm out there. He knows my face. He knows that I'm the guy that feeds him. He knows this. Somewhere in that deep fishy beta peanut-sized brain, he knows that I'm the guy that feeds him. And he starts waving his fins. Like I'm thinking, this fish is dying, but he can recognize me. There's some glint of recognition in those tiny little black eyes that he has on the side of his head. He knows me. He knows I'm that big brown skin, ugly thing. (laughs) That's jumping up and down going, hey, boo. Hey, boo. Come on. Don't die on me. Because I, I, I took the house out of the aquarium. I didn't want him to die in the house. Like, if you're going to die, you die out, outside. And he probably is hiding the house because he thinks he must be hiding from predators. Because, you know, when, when the animal is vulnerable, I guess it figures to hide. So, no I, if he's going to die, I want him to die where I can see him, right? I don't want to have to fish him out of that house. So, I took his little cave house out. And last night he's waving at me, but he's on the bottom, but he's looking at me and he looks like he's getting better, but he's still kind of crooked over to one side. So last night I thought, okay, he's going to die. Why am I praying for a fish? Why does God, God must think that I'm a complete nutcase. Why would he make a 57 year old Christian man to pray for his son's beta fish? Why would God do this? I I wonder if God is angry with me. I think to myself, there's God saying you're praying more for a fish than you do for other Christian people in your own church. You're praying more for a fish than all the people in your family that you think are toxic because they're following another person instead of me. Maybe they are, but you're praying for a fish more than people. Have I got my priorities wrong? And I'm just feeling so guilty. I'm just feeling, I just make I just make my life harder. And I just went to bed last night thinking this fish is going to die. And I have to get up tomorrow and I have to go to church. And then I'm going to see this fish and I'm going to just take him out. And I'm going to just plop him in the toilet when he's dead, of course. And I'm going to flush him down. And then I'll just go get another blue fish that looks kind of like him. And I get up this morning and he doesn't look so good. He's on the bottom. But then I go to church and I come back and you know what I see? He's sitting on a leaf that he has that I have planted with a suction cup. It's a fake leaf on the side of the aquarium. And he's sitting on the opposite side where I give him food. So I took the whole cover off and I thought, okay, I'm going to give this guy food. He hasn't eaten in three days. It's a sure way to die. If you don't want to live, then just stop eating food for a long, long time. I'm not talking fasting. And I'm just talking metaphorically. Please do not stop eating food. You need food and drink for your body and you need food and drink for your spiritual body. And he took four pieces of food after three days. And when I'm jumping up and down going, Hey, boo. Hey, boo. Love you. He starts waving his fins frantically at me. And the black eyes, you know, he, one of those eyes on the side of his head, he's kind of looking at me. And I'm thinking, this fish is still fighting. I wrote this fish off. I prayed. I prayed that God would do something. And now that the fish is actually recovered a little bit. I don't actually believe it. Didn't Jesus say, if your faith is like a mustard seed, my faith is not even that. Because today the fish actually looks better. And I don't believe it, but I pray for this, but I don't believe it. That's how pathetic and sad my faith is. It's not something I should be telling people on the internet. It's something that I should be embarrassed and ashamed. So why am I doing this? I honestly don't know. I guess, aside from trying to tell my son through Google chats, there's nobody else to tell. What will happen if I go back to the church today and I say, People will say, "Do you have a nice week? Because we, I go back for the 4.30. And I'll say, yeah, my fish. It looked like he was dying, but I prayed for the fish, and now he's looking better. You know what they're going to think? Nutcase. Loser. Living by himself, and he's losing his marbles. That's what happens to a dude who can't get dates and has no life. But God is with me, though, because I'm seeing a miracle today. I'm seeing something that I wrote off. Yes, I did pray yesterday, but I wrote him off. In my heart of hearts, well, it's God's will. If he lives or dies, I think he's probably going to die. Why do I pray for him? I wrote him off. And today, when I came back from church, he's sitting on this leaf and he took four pieces of food for me right on the leaf in the corner. And he's right by the surface, the top left, Hand surface right to the front of the tank and he took food for me a five gallon tank is easier to maintain than a 2.5 gallon if you're gonna get a beta fish get him a five gallon because the water fluctuations are less i checked the water and the ph uh, seemed better today so i don't know if he has ammonia poisoning He's got some white stripes of stress that have come back into his drape fins. But I tell you, fish are so strange, you know. Most of the fish I ever had, once once they get sick, it's a write-off. And today, I wrote my son and I said, you know, I think we should give Gerald a new name. Gerald was his earthly name. Why don't we rename him, if he lives, and we'll call him Lazarus. He shall be called Lazarus because he got a second chance at life. Jesus rose from the dead and Jesus gives people who are write-offs, people like me, a second chance. He gave Peter a second chance. Lazarus got a second chance and his disciples say, Lord, Why didn't we go back there? And he said, this is happening so that we can give God glory. I have to give God glory that this fish is actually swimming and looking right, because yesterday he was gonna freaking die. I was convinced of it. And even though he may still die, because he still doesn't swim right, he still looks way better today than yesterday. I hope he lives, because if he does, I gotta give God the glory. I gotta give God the credit. I did all that I could do. And yesterday, he was a write-off. But today, today is Sunday. Today is a commemoration of the day Jesus rose. Jesus was a write-off too. As Stephen Furtick said, Jesus died on a cross and then sunday came today gerald or i should say lazarus the fish formerly called gerald today he's got a second chance at living he doesn't look like a write-off at all god is good god is good my friends sorry for my long-winded rant for those of you who like aquarium and can keep aquarium fish better than i can I hope you got a good laugh. And for those of you who don't care about aquariums, but you love Jesus and you know God is good, we all got a second chance. God didn't write us off. See you soon.